Radio 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. Two hours of, well, just that, making your home great. We're offering some suggestions. We're coming up with ideas, taking your phone calls. My name is Dave Alexander. Tim Ferruzzi is in studio. His uh, his telephone number, kind of, it's for him because nobody else calls for my advice. 919-860-9783. Tim, of course, from Handy Helpers in Highland residential roofing i thought of you man i thought of you when thought of you when the temperature got up to about 100 how was it on the roof uh this week it's hot it's deadly man yes. the idea of climbing up i'm thinking of a flat roof well imagine an attic which yeah would be even worse oh man i don't have to well you don't have to mm-hmm. i i this has got to be just painful do at a certain point do you send the crews home nah well, they you just keep them watered. Uh, they we just change them around what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That makes sense. Uh, today on the show, it, it's a two part show. First part, we're going to talk about preventative maintenance on your home, and is starting at three o'clock. We'll talk with Brent Taylor of OC Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions, and we're going to fuss out exactly what he does. And there's a lot of things on that list. Uh, but if you want to talk to Tim right now, call him and ask him about anything with your home. We'll go ahead and field that question. 919-860-9783. So today we're going to talk about yeah. preventive maintenance. And yeah. uh, just so people know, next week we're going to talk about crawl spaces. Yes, sir. And the following Saturday, plumbing and water heaters. Okay. So people can kind of get prepared with. Uh, all right, plumbing and you know, it's funny because plumbing questions almost never come up like, let's put it this way. When the plumbing's down, you need it fixed right away. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. The same with a hot water heater and all that stuff. But I do want, I, I am planning some, some questions for that, but I'm going to leave them for whomever is in my chair mm-hmm. the next two weeks because I'm mm-hmm. taking two weeks off to visit family. There you go. Um, but plumbing is something that, you know. If it's gone wrong, it's gone wrong. By, by uh, the way, I went and looked at seven jobs this morning. Yeah. And uh, one of the jobs I looked at in Durham, I think it was, uh-huh. they are remodeling their bathroom and they had it partly gutted and they want us to finish it. And um, they had the Quest uh, piping, the supply line. I don't know if people remember Quest, but that was that gray piping that people were using for their supply lines. That um, Was it good stuff? No, it failed. It was failing at the crimp rings, I think, and um, so they ended up having a, a class action suit against them, and people have gone in some of these big complexes and torn the yeah. stuff out completely and redone it, and there's a lot of houses still with that stuff, and they have that in their home. Obviously, wow. they're not going to tear it all out, but okay. you know, they're right. doing portions by portions. But speaking of that, I, I did a, um, a little less than a year ago, we had a townhouse that um, – had a rupture uh, mm-hmm. break in the wall and with Quest. They had Quest and the place was built in the 80s, I think. Yeah. And um, so they had us come in and redo the kitchen area and, and the living room from that water damage up in Durham as well. Now, I have family members or, you know, the ancestors who worked on houses, built houses. And my grandfather, when he first saw this sort of flexible tubing come in you know mm-hmm. what i mean mm-hmm. it from replaced co- from copper to plastic right yeah. it, we went from copper to plastic and, and copper 
number one, you had to have a certain skill set to do it. Mm -hmm. And people took pride in what they were doing, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't easy. And they went to these things where you're crimping. Mm-hmm. And the training was a little quicker. Yep. And the skills that you needed were sort of fewer. Yep. He didn't like it, like it very much. Now, he might, have, he might have guessed at the quest thing. Now, I don't think, can you get somebody to run copper line in your house? Yeah. You yeah. can get yeah. people to. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. But most of the new construction, am I correct, is, is with an alternative a, form. A product called PEX, which is similar to what you talked about, comes off a roll. Right. Yep, it's plastic. It's plastic. Yep. Well, you're confident with it? I mean, you're a well, plumber. It's, Are you yeah, confident it's, with it's, it? Yeah, it's held up. Seems to be okay. holding up. All right. Because we'll, we'll know in we'll know in 20 years. Okay. All right. Good. No, because you. I mean, you mentioned that there is this. What was the first product we mentioned that was the not Quest? Yeah. Quest that was not. That was then. I remember that when yep. people said, "Oh my God, we've done a million homes." Mm-hmm. And guess like what? Like the Chinese drywall or the right. synthetic the synthetic stucco issue. It's, uh, you know, you hate to find this out a million homes in or whatever it was, yep. but but it, that's not to tar the entire industry or the entire product line of flexible tube. It does look delicate, though. Yep. Well, see, I, you did get a chance to talk about plumbing before you went on vacation. I did, yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I now you took a look at a, at a job that was, did they tear out the drywall to the studs? Yeah, in portion in a portion of it, yes. Okay, so I mean, you're more comfortable. I'm sure every plumber mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. working in those kind of conditions. Yeah. Um, but if somebody had to get these lines repaired or replaced, you're not going to have to take it down every wall. You're sliding things up and yeah, you know, yeah for, from feed, one place to another. You're feeding them, but it's it's almost not realistic to go in and redo all that in a home yeah. ret- retrofit. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. So what are we talking about preventative maintenance? Because I put it off as long as I can. Not only talking about the <laughs> that, subject, that, that, but that is your preventative the maintenance. maintenance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you know, preventive maintenance uh, is common sense, mm-hmm. right? Um, let's start with uh, the exterior of the home. And, and we've talked, we've beat this bush a hundred times. But What's that? Which bush? Well, just your exterior, things you can, you know, your roof. Let's start with your roof. Start with the roof. Take care of the roof. Keep an eye on it. Have it checked every five years minimum, and if it's an older roof, every two or three years. I looked up this morning. It's still there. We don't see any water inside. Am I good for that? <laughs> well, that's Is that not, all I need to do? No. You, no. All right. Yeah. For every leak you see inside the house, my rule of thumb is there's two or three or four that are probably three or four that are leaking that you don't see. As far as I know, we have no and, leaks. Mike, what, what are the telltale signs that Tell me that I have to call you to well, repair or well, to look at it. If you see if you see uh, shingles sticking up, uh, mm-hmm. the pipe flashings on the roof, they have to be redone every eight to twelve years. The, the the flashing that actually seals the plumbing pipe that comes out of your roof, um, things like that. You see yeah. the shingles curl and stuff. But I can get twenty five out of my roof, right? Even uh, my eight, even my pedestrian little three tab. Uh, Possibly, Singles? possibly. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Generally, it's 15 to 20, 15 to 18 years right. on, a, on a three-tap shingle. Okay. So c- keeping your roof cleaned off uh, of the debris, you don't want pine straw sitting in the valleys and uh, in, in odd places. You want to keep your gutters cleaned out. Okay. You know, keep those clean four or five times a year possible. And um, then um, 
you know, what's going on with your doorways? Are your doorways protected? Uh, meaning you don't have water just dropping down off of the roof because you don't have gutters. Right. Uh, or if you do have undersized gutters, um, and, and that's happening. So uh-huh. you want to make sure you don't have water bouncing up onto a door. And then we'll, and of course, windows, but we'll talk about doors right now. Off of a deck, you know, right on the, from a, you know, hits a deck and hits a door and then damages the door. Uh, so just controlling the water okay. is a big preventive maintenance. All right, um, I'm going to talk about a water symptom, which involves a chihuahua. I have a story coming up okay. about a sliding door and uh, how the chihuahua has aw- awakened me. I've got a story about a, a Jack Russell and, and water as well. All right, that's coming up. And your questions and answers to your questions. See, you can get your questions on any show, but the, you can get answers here with Tim Ferruzzi from Handy Helpers, Highland Residential Roofing, and of course, call us at 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783 on making your home great. Radio 680 WPTF. This is making your home great. Our telephone number. We want your phone calls. Honestly, it's your phone call. It's no, no, it's your radio show. 919-860-919-860-9783. And Tim Ferruzzi is talking about preventative maintenance. Quick story. The uh, rain came down and the Chihuahua started drinking water out of the aluminum sliding frame of the back sliding door. Mm-hmm. I have a problem, don't I? Not a, Probably not a well, major it should, problem. it should be draining. It should have weep holes of some kind for the water to drain out. You mean the, if water does get in there, it should come out? It so, should yeah, drop out? Yes. Okay, so if it's doing it during the rain. That's not unheard of. I mean, he's drinking it out of from the inside of the house. Oh, that's bad. Okay, all right. Thank you. I I, <laughs> I knew that was bad. I knew that was bad. But you, uh, you're you're like Mister. I hate moisture. We're gonna get a T-shirt that says that. Any moisture is getting in. Oh, I love water. Well, you love water, but you hate moisture in the house. Well, you know, yeah. It ruins things. Yes, water's good okay. and and water's bad. But I like I I doubly like water because yeah, um, it gives me business. Oh yeah. Well, okay. All right. Yeah, there we go. All right. There you go. Yeah. Okay. But, I, but I'm trying to help people and, and save money and, and things they can do to preserve. And, and Tim's companies are Handy Helpers and Highlander Residential Roofing. Websites, handyhelpers.com and highlandroofingnc.com. Commercial division is Eagle. Eagle Roofing. Eagle Roofing. We're also and, in the gutter business and the dry sealed crawl space business. And there aren't too many other things that you, uh, there aren't too many things that you won't do or won't, uh, you know, get yourself involved yeah. with um, and that you have, you, that you don't have decades of experience in. And if you have a question, call 919-676-5969, or you can just call right now and get an answer. 919 Eight, three. All right, you had a story about a dog. Oh, well, it was just funny. I, I went on vacation a couple weeks ago for July 4th week. Yeah. And uh, my 16-year-old Jack Russell, we were down at Emerald Isle staying in a house. And yeah. the uh, I, I put the dog out 
uh, muffin at yes. seven thirty in the morning. Yeah, and uh, went upstairs and worked on the computer for a while, sure. working. And uh, I realized that she's downstairs and she hadn't eaten, so I'd gone back downstairs outside to look for her, and she was gone. So we put on a search party oh, for about two and a half hours, and uh, come to find out, longer than that actually. Uh, yeah, Jim Brown's. And um, a neighbor across the street, but down about uh, a tenth of a mile, mm-hmm. maybe a little less, um, brought Muffin back wrapped in a towel. Uh, she was swimming in the canal behind their house 50 feet in the sound. Wow. Yeah, so I'm not sure how much longer she would have lasted, but um, uh, that was quite... A 16-year-old dog. 16-year-old dog. Oh, yeah. And I don't know how long she had been in the water. I was afraid of that. I was thinking maybe she got thirsty and walked down one of these little uh, yeah. boat ramps at people's homes and sure. ended up in the water. Because she generally, you know, as a young dog, she would go in the water all the time, no problem. Yeah. She's a good swimmer and, and liked going into the, the lakes and the beach. Rita in Raleigh, you've got a question about that uh, dreaded Debris. Hi, Rita. Hi, uh, Dave and Tim. Hey. You've got a question about debris on the roof? I do. I live on a wooded lot, and I have pine trees. I got oak trees, and all the limbs just kind of either dangle over the edges of the uh, roof, or uh, they're close enough where I just have a problem with straw and leaves being on the roof all year long. And I want to know, I work with a tree trimmer, who comes probably four times a year to blow it. But Mm. I get a little bit anxious when I see just, you know, a handful of pine straws on. I want to think that if it's laying there, it's going to decay and cause damage to my shingle. Well, you don't have anything to worry about. If you're doing that three or four times a year, you're doing great. Um, you, you need to expect debris on your roof, so you don't need to worry about that. The problem is is when you don't clean it off regularly, uh, at least once a year, twice a year preferably, or more like you're doing if you're in a heavy wooded okay, area. Okay, that's so, uh, good news, so yeah. I can relax. You, yep, you're fine. You know, people that have this debris that sits on the roof for years, like a couple of years at a time, what happens with that is it, uh, it degrades and underneath that pine straw, especially in these valleys and things, sometimes you go up there and it's like you're, you might as well have a shovel because there's so much yeah. dirt. It's converted to dirt. It's, it's the pine needles that have decayed. And the leaves, yeah. And the leaves yeah. they've decayed so, to. So, yeah, so essentially what you've done when you've got that scenario is you've blocked that valley. You've dammed up the water. Mm-hmm. So when the water comes down that valley, now it hits that uh, debris that's now dirt um, of kinds mm-hmm. and uh, backs up under the shingles and under shingles you have nails so you never want water backing up Right. so if you have a house design or anything like that where a valley runs into a wall before it mm-hmm. you know, things like that become problems so, uh, so back to preventive maintenance yes keeping your roof cleaned off keeping your gutters cleaned out mm-hmm. uh, keeping track of where the water is going if it is, if it is dropping around your house Consider gutters. Gutters will save you a lot of money uh, with damages that are caused. Rita, how about this? Since Tim has made you feel not worried about that, let's spend the rest of the show 
coming up with other things that you're supposed to pay attention to. How does well, that sound? Uh, I, I actually do have another uh, question there yes. that might sound a little bit silly. Uh, Tim, mm-hmm. I, there, there are some mornings where a bird is somewhere on my roof above my bedroom where it sounds so loud that I walk over to my fireplace and look in to see whether the bird is, like, somewhere down in the fireplace. And one morning, I heard the bird chirping. I looked out uh, another window where I could see the roof of the bedroom, Mm -hmm. and the bird was on top of, like, a pipe that I guess I don't know what the pipe is, but anyway, I want to be sure that there's not a way that that red bird is, like, coming down the pipe into my fireplace. Yeah, when you say red pipe, that sounds like you're describing the terracotta flu. Uh, Most of it's a clay flu, so that's where it gets the red color from. So, you know, I've run into some situations where people have called me for that, and uh, we found, uh, and it's seasonal, um, and we found that there were some birds nesting in there. And it was obviously in times when you don't run the fireplace, so that's not a mm-hmm. big issue. You can't do anything with those, uh, with a lot of those nests. I, I forgot, if it, is it the swallow? There's a, there's a bird that's protected, several birds that are protected. And um, you can't do anything. You have to wait till they, you know, they leave, and then you could come in and put a chimney cap on that and what you would do is is and and we can provide you with something like this it's a a custom sized chimney cap they have the little ones from Lowe's that fit flues you can buy those are 20 or 30 dollars um and then we recommend that if you're going to do something like that on a chimney you might consider just doing a full chimney cap so you can protect the okay the mortar bed and things like that on the top if you've, you have a brick chimney i guess uh it is yeah, yes for the flue to be um a terracotta like that. Just guessing, Rita does not want to go up on a roof and install this. Mm-hmm. I'm just guessing. No, I wouldn't. I would want somebody like Tim to yeah. be the one on my roof doing that. Yeah. yeah. Rita, well, that's a great it question. It's not silly at all. I thought it was a silly question. I'm so, well, uh, Tim, the expert, I'm glad that you knew um, something about what I thought was silly. Yeah. Thank you. So the sound should go away um, once the the and that's I think it's about this time of year when the birds start uh, flying the nest. Yeah. But um, this that's a good thing she was talking about the chimney. So we'll talk about preventive maintenance on chimneys. This full covered cap I'm talking about will actually protect the top of your chimney. So if you have a brick chimney, it has a mortar bed on the top because uh-huh. it's built out of out of uh, masonry. So Rita, I'm going to cut you yeah. loose. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. I do appreciate you. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Let let your neighbors know about us. All right. So So it goes over what? It goes over the top of the chimney? The whole chimney, and uh, it it typically will uh, wrap around the upper brick, Mm -hmm. uh, like a band around type, or you can also get the type that on the perimeter of the chimney just uh, fastens right there, and it covers the entire chimney. It's larger than the top of the chimney, so it stops rain from going in. It's got a heavy... Uh, gauge, wire, get them stainless steel, aluminum, copper. See, I'm glad you're here because I would have just said, fire up the fireplace. Just start (laughs) it up. 
Old birds will be gone in 30 seconds. All right. 919-860-9783. You want a rational and uh, informed decision or idea about your house. Here on Making Your Home Great News Radio 680 WPTF. Local news is next. News Radio 680 WPTF, not to be, uh, well, this is not really surprising. Uh, there is an excessive heat warning in effect, seemingly forever, or at least until 7 o'clock tonight. And the AccuWeather forecast on News Radio 680 WPTF uh, does call for uh, rather hot weather today, tomorrow, and I don't know, Monday, 94, that's still warm. Uh, we have 96 right now on our way to 97. Tomorrow it's up to 96 as well. And uh, partly cloudy skies. There could be a thunderstorm Sunday afternoon. And then Monday it's 94. Tuesday is 89. By then, we're going to think, man, that's nice. Oh, yeah. 89 degrees. That's a nice spring day. <laughs> it's 96 now, but it feels like 104 News Radio 680 WPTF. We are talking this hour or this half hour about preventative maintenance with uh, Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing. And next hour, talking with Brent Taylor of O.C. Taylor, Smart Exterior Solutions. We were talking about the roof. We talked a little bit about siding. Yep, so water, related to water coming off of your house mostly. And um, so let's let's talk about windows and and doors directly. Caulking, making sure that they're caulked. Your home, if you have a masonite home or, or it's made out of fiber cement uh, and even brick you know make sure that the windows are caulked around the corners uh so many times people you know they don't paint their house every four or five years like they should that's another preventive maintenance item yeah. you can do uh even uh even if you just touch up paint um if you're one of those people mm-hmm. that jumps up on ladders don't mind to touch up areas and and sometimes you know, your house doesn't look like it needs painting, mm-hmm. but it does. You can pretty much guarantee that your home will need painting every four to six years in North eastern North Carolina because of the humidity and the moisture issues. Now, I've got the vinyl siding. That rule is not for me. I'm just letting it sit there. Uh, I don't yeah. paint that, right? You don't paint that, but you do, need to, you do need to caulk around yeah. windows because most of those windows are, are cladded. Mm-hmm. They, they have cladding around them, or unless it's a, a vinyl window of some kind. So making sure all the J channels are caulked, all the trim pieces, uh, and even within the vinyl siding itself where it meets at the overhang. So just walk around your home and see if you see cracks where bugs can get in, uh-huh. where water can get in. Uh, yeah. Let, let, yeah. Let me tell you, I've got uh, somebody mows my lawn, and I don't know whether it's him, I don't know whether it's the neighbor, mm-hmm. but I've got what looks like two holes. Yep. Separate spots could only have been put there by a fast-moving rock. Yeah, lawnmower probably. Lawnmower kicked up something and mm-hmm. smashed it in. Mm-hmm. I got to remediate that right away, mm-hmm. right? Otherwise, well, I should face something. You should, you should. But a lot of people are like you; they just don't get around to it for a while. But um, that's something that you should try to take care of. If it's sitting most of the time, that's fairly low. It's from mm-hmm. three feet down. Yep. So it's not like you're going to get much damage from that. You could easily just go out and caulk. I'm talking about things that are a little bit more serious. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, uh, 
other things to, to, to be aware of, you know, damage around the doors we talked about earlier, looking for strange things going on with the water inside. Look at the interior of your door and you see mm-hmm. the floor acting kind of funny or discoloration. Mm-hmm. That means water's coming in. Um, you know, when I, when, you know, 15 years ago, I'd keep coming across and, and still do to this day, coming across situations uh, 30 years ago where people are having me replace their patio doors uh, mm-hmm. things like that. And I always had this idea in my mind, if I ever built my own house, which I've never built my own home for me to personally live in, uh-huh. I would do certain things in that home uh, that would save me a lot of money in the long run. Things like, well, we, when we do room additions, we always use treated floor right. joists and, right. and girders. All that's treated wood. And right. to this day, I don't understand why that's not a code requirement. Um, yeah. So treated wood there at your doors, mm-hmm. when you put in the subfloor, yeah. that should be a piece of treated wood right in that area, in that immediate area. Your kitchen area near your sinks, bathrooms, treated wood. Shower, wood going under the shower should be treated wood. What's around the toilet should be treated wood. Yeah. Just automatic. That makes sense. Because you're going to get water in that area yep. now and again anyway. Yep. Right. So okay. other preventive maintenance things yeah. you can do is just keep an eye on the outside of your home. Make sure things aren't rotting. If things look like they're not uh, doing well, you can you can be sure that uh, water's getting in there and it's going to cost you a lot more money than, you know, now I know people get in situations where they only have so much money to work with and they just can't do it. You know, it may take a year or two for them to get to it. But if you've got the capability to take care of the problem now, you're much better off because a pound of, uh, what an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of gold is so true in this business. That's, yes. Is that what the expression is? Yep. I, I that's what I've always said. I thought it was a stitch in time saves 10. Well, there you go. Pete in Pittsburgh. Pete, welcome to the program. You are on Making Your Home Great with Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing. Hey, Pete. Hey, guys. What's up? Hey, how you doing, guys? Hey. Uh, that's the quickest that I've ever gotten on. I mean, that was like lightning fast. Oh, do you want to put it, be put on hold? We can no. pick up with you in five minutes. All right, what's up? So, so here's the question. I live in a neighborhood where the, all the houses are about between like 11 and 13, 11 and 14 years old. Right. And um, we're going to be doing some renovation to our bathrooms. Um, they're about like, you know, $300,000 homes um, in Durham. My question is this. Um, I was actually going, I, I've actually picked out the tiles and the fixtures and everything. I'm going to go try to get three different prices from, you know, reputable companies. My question is, can I expect some kind of a discount if I have them do two bathrooms versus one? And then beyond that, what kind of discount is reasonable for me to request from the, from the construction company if I have another homeowner that wants a bathroom in their house done? Mm. Well, you know, I think that just depends on who you're dealing with. Um, obviously, how many bathrooms do you have in there, Pete, in the house? So, so master bath, got two sinks, going to have the floor tiled, glass shower done, um, and then I got another bathroom is a single vanity tub. Um, that's got to be redone, tiled, all that good stuff. So you're going to do the two bathrooms at once, or you're going to do them one at a time? Two at once. Two and one. Okay, so you have another bathroom that you can use or the house is vacant, whichever? Yeah. Okay. 
uh, because you know there's going to be certain things down. Um, but I would think that if they're doing two bathrooms, that they'll offer you some kind of a package discount because they're already there working. And um, you know we do that. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, but the discounts aren't as great as you might as you might think they are. I mean, it costs a lot of money to run a business and to do things properly, and there's lots of trades involved in a bathroom job. You've got the electrical, you've got plumbing, you've got painting, you've got uh, sometimes the, uh, obviously tile and uh, carpenters. Mm-hmm. So you're you're covering uh, probably 80% of the trades just inside of a bathroom. And it amazes people how much a bathroom remodel costs. You can expect to pay, you know, eight to $30,000 in a bathroom. Yeah, well, that's not gonna, I'm not going to pay that much, but I know that I talked to you before and you had mentioned that it doesn't really save that much money if I do the demo myself. Well, what things could I do that will provide some material reduction in terms of the builder allowing me to kind of put some sweat equity in? You'll have to talk to the builder. We actually charge more if the customer gets involved and starts helping us because I, and I'm kind of kidding there, but you know the old story of if you stand and watch, I'm going to yeah. charge you uh, even more. Um, that that actually can become a problem for a contractor. If you were a contractor, Pete, you'd understand what I'm saying. It, it's it's you know guys are just trying to do their job, and um, but you'd have to talk to the contractors you're dealing with and see who's willing to work with you like that. I don't know that many are, um, quite frankly. I know that's not what you want to hear, but generally we want to just come in and do our job. And in in a real scenario, suppose Pete's got. Two bathrooms, they're doing it. He might be able to do the drywall. He might be able to do the painting, things like that. But drywall is not something that you normally would want to do. That's uh, the finish work on. The finish work on drywall is you really need to know what you're doing. Painting, a lot of people, you know, decide to paint their bathrooms themselves. Um, What about this? Let me ask you this, because I've done this. This has been about 15 years ago when I lived in another state, but... um, just for because I had to end up doing it this way, um, I actually got the electrician, got the plumber, got the tile guy myself because I had to. I was in an unfortunate circumstance. What if I was to do something like that? Yeah, of course you're going to save money because you're going to be managing the job from point A to point B. But if you want the contractor to manage the job, then he's putting in a lot of time with that. But yeah, you can save money doing that. Sometimes, but you got to be careful because sometimes it could cost you more if you go in, you know, misinformed and you don't know the system. And is there a possibility Pete's going to have to take off from his regular work to meet people at the bathroom? Well, that's a possibility. And, of course, you've got a marriage that's got to be considered possibly. (laughs) So, you know, there's there's just lots of things that, well, for instance, this house I looked at today. Yeah. She's getting ready to have a baby and uh, the bathroom remodel job, yeah. and it's dismantled, and um, yeah. they need to get it done, and he just doesn't have time. He's got another baby coming. He works, yeah, and she's going to have the baby in two months, and they need it done, and he just can't get it done fast enough, and he was attempting to do it. Yeah. Pete, I hope we've helped you. Yeah, yeah I, well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't give you better information, but, you know, it, it's uh, – it, you know, it's it's involved, um, but I would think that if you're getting the guy more work, that obviously there's some discounts there or or free work or favors that they're willing to do for you. But you know, again, um, it costs a lot of money to run a company, 
And um, one point, I don't, I, w- anybody, I don't want anybody not to make money. But what I'm trying to do, yeah. think like I've had this before. For example, when I've had like power washing done on my house, yeah. or I've had some kind of landscaping, like a, a retaining wall done, or I've actually gotten the landscaper or the cleaning company other jobs in close proximity to my house so they can be efficient with their time. Yeah. And then we all enjoyed a discount because he got more more work. And we got a better discount because he had volume of work to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pete, thanks a lot. Good luck to you. Yep. Thanks. Take care. If it was an open-ended questing question, I would have had a snarky answer, and it would have been right. I'm doing two bathrooms under my house. What do you suggest? And my suggestion is take a second job for the next two months. Okay. Just do something in the evenings Mm -hmm. because you might need some extra cash. Doing two bathrooms at once is not inexpensive. Right. That's all I'm saying. All right. But that's my advice, and what do I know? Telephone number here, 919-860-9783. Making your home great on News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. We are making your home great. Call us up anytime between now and 4 o'clock. We'll talk about what we can and what we know about, uh, which is pretty much considering the people you've got here a lot. 919-860-9783 is our telephone number. Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing. And then, of course, after 3 o'clock, Brent Taylor of OC Taylor Smart exterior solutions i think we're going to have a hard time finding areas we uh, between the two of you that you can't answer yeah really honestly so we've been talking about mostly exterior yeah and and one one thing i didn't mention keeping your house washed on the outside of your house keeping it washed and if you see if you've got brick steps or landings if you start seeing some of the mortar falling apart Mm -hmm. addressing that fill that with either mortar or a mortar type of material that's allowed to be used in that environment that will expand and contract so you don't get water busting apart your brick. I've got brick steps off the front of the house. Mm -hmm. The front of the house has a nice porch, beautiful, and then apparently the brick steps are disconnected from Mm -hmm. the rest of it. That standard, that makes sense? I mean, let me tell you what it looks like. When I step off the first, or step onto the first step mm-hmm. of the, what I would call the steps, mm-hmm. I can look straight down. No. They're not connected. No, well, they're not they're connected. Not mortared. They're not connected. Well, they should be mortared. You shouldn't have a gap there. Because, they were at one time. I think I've okay. got some sagging steps. Yeah, well, maybe the, the footing that was put under the brick steps uh-huh. yeah. wasn't substantial. Sometimes you'll see these guys just throw mortar down and use that as their footing and then they put this you know yeah, big thousand thousand pound set of steps that they build on top of it and, right. and over time it settles and pulls away so if you have that scenario the only way to if it's pulled away a lot and it's mm-hmm. at an angle you have to tear the steps out and redo them if it's just a crack then mm-hmm. you can come in and put in a backer rod and put in a butyl caulking of some kind or mortar mm-hmm. a butyl caulking would make more sense because it might keep moving and then that way water can't get in it Right, and, and that's something that you see um, around commercial facilities where where sidewalks yeah. run into the building, yep. where they have these expansion joints and mm-hmm. these gaps. 
those need to be kept sealed and caulked. Okay. Because um, you don't want water coming in between the two and right. undermining either. I saw a driveway this morning. House is not that old, and um, it's got a retaining wall, and uh, a third yeah. of their driveway is cracked and starting to collapse, and it's going to have to be torn out and redone. Yeah. That was, uh, I think, the second job I looked at this morning. So back to preventive maintenance. Yes. Keeping the outside of your house washed is another item. You want to uh, keep the mildew and, and mold under control. Right. Um, some other things you can do is keep an eye under under look under your sinks, look under your kitchen sink, make sure there's no water leaks. If you've got a faucet, make sure that it's not leaking up on the counter mm-hmm. under your sink and, and keep an eye around your toilet, make sure you don't have water leaking there anywhere. If you see any discoloration around your toilet. So some of the preventive maintenance, uh, his meaning is kind of already started. Yeah. You want to make sure it doesn't get worse. Changing your wax rings on your toilets is probably a good idea to do you know, maybe once every 10 years. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the rule of thumb is. A lot of people never do it until they replace the toilet. But I'd say every 10 years or so, you might want to pull that toilet out and replace that wax ring. To me, that sounds like replacing washers inside the faucet when well, they're per- running perfectly well. Well, that's a little different. But that's, it's a little it's different. It's a little different? A little different. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sure, it's a bigger thing. Yeah, well, what happened with faucets is they'll usually tell you that they're leaking because you'll see water starting to come down. Whereas yeah. if a wax ring goes bad, you're not going to know normally until yeah. it's too late. You've already got structural damage because you've got the base of that toilet covering up uh, yeah. a larger area so oh, okay. you don't see what's going on necessarily. Should I look for something underneath my uh, house? I, I, yeah, I know your yeah, if you, if you're Yeah, if you're... Able to I go into your home, look, look around, and you know a lot of people have <laughs> termite contracts, so they're yeah. pest control, and they go into the houses and look, and kind of give them a, an annual summary of what needs to be done. Hey, we need to do this. We've got that, and so that's good preventive maintenance as well. All right, the big thing underneath there is my air handler, and then I got the HVAC tubes, these black things moving back and forth, and I discovered three weeks ago that we had. We blew out the, uh, I don't know what to call it. It's the big tube that brings the hot air from the dryer out. Mm-hmm. Hot, hot, I mean, I, w- I knew it because I had. Well, you were under there replacing that, right? I went yeah. under there and replaced it. The only manly thing I've done in about two weeks. Mm. Um, went underneath there and, and replaced it. It was not the fun project I thought it would be. Well, you thought it would be fun? No, I just thought it would be a whole lot easier. I forgot all the things that were <laughs> underneath there. Really, honestly. There's nothing fun about that. Let me just tell you, the one of the things that I'm amazed at is what they fit underneath my house. Yeah. Okay? And and I'm a claustrophobic kind of person, okay? And I think about mice, rats, and snakes as I'm underneath it. And I'm jammed in underneath one thing next to another. I'm not a small fella. And I'm finding my way underneath the house. Um. But at the very least, for preventative maintenance, the pickup on our topic, mm-hmm. I probably should have eyeballed that thing before I saw dust and felt moisture coming out of the laundry room. Right? Every now and then. Yeah. Check to yeah. See, see that the thing is working. And I know why you were having, you were thinking you were having fun. What? Because you were save, trying to save money. Yes, I that was. That was the fun part well, that got you excited. You know, the funny thing is, yes, at one point I said, you know, I'm just going to pay somebody. Do you know what the one the fellow wanted to replace that thing? That's replacing a product 
that is no more complicated than putting a ring, mm-hmm. right, a mm-hmm. aluminum ring, and tightening the screw on the ring, right? Okay. From the dryer to the back wall of the house. Wanted more than $350. How far is it? Uh, 25 feet. Yeah. Well. And he was. He said, well, you know, I got I to gotta replace all the straps. You know what the straps were? Pieces of, like, heavy canvas. Yeah. My son-in-law gets out there and he says, you got a hammer and nail? Yes, I do. He pulls the straps off, wraps the thing up, hammers the nail in it, and moves on. We didn't replace anything other than that tube. Yep. Well, you time. Time is money. So prevent, going back to preventive yeah, maintenance. please. Bushes around homes, making yeah. sure that they're in control. You don't want them to be too close to the house. You yep. don't want them too large. Um, trees, you never want trees growing right up against the house because then you'll start having foundation issues. It's kind of, you got to be bothered when you see vines growing up a side oh, of the um, house. Yeah. Well, I, you know, on the old brick homes that are like yeah. 100 years that's old, right. you can get away with it because that's probably a, possibly a you know real brick wall, mm-hmm. two or three courses thick. Yeah. But, but modern homes, not a good idea. In fact, they try to grow up on portions of my house and I'm out there constantly when they get sometimes they'll creep up three or five five inches six inches I'll get out there and pull them off Brent Taylor is here of OC Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions next half hour we're talking about everything associated with the outside and inside and everything that Brent does we'll talk about that uh, after our news News Radio 680 WPTF. Telephone number on making your home great. Write it down. Call it a couple of times this uh, hour. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Brent Taylor of OC Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions joins us. Myself, Dave Alexander, and Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing. Brent, welcome. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks, Good. Dave, for, we're gl- for having me on. We're glad to have you here. So, um, O.C. Taylor. It's not Brent Taylor. Nope. Is, is this family business before you got there? You know, O.C. Taylor is, is actually named after my son. Oh, he's, okay. He's nine years old. Yeah. And that is a family tradition. My, my great-grandfather named his business that was based in Lewisburg right. uh, for his son. That was H.C. Taylor, you know, okay. a, a hardware, furniture, and a wheelwright business. All right. So, so you don't do any of that. Uh, n- Yours n- is Smart n- Exterior Solutions. That's correct. You don't go in the house at all? Very limited. Okay. Uh, I specialize in exterior. It's, it's you know, exterior is, I jokingly refer to as the speed dating of building. I, I am a licensed general contractor, uh-huh. but I specialize in, in the exterior. It's this typically a lot less invasive on the lifestyle of clients by doing exterior than than doing yeah. you know any work inside the house well, that makes sense for sure i mean if you're going to specialize in something stuff that doesn't include spatter on the carpet well that's what know, we were talking right? about earlier about the bathroom remodeling job you've got to charge a certain amount of money for that because of all the other hassles that come into play working inside someone's home Versus what you do outside of someone's home. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody who works for you is able to work on siding, windows, doors, and roofing? Correct. Oh, that's Correct. a good thing. The, uh, the, the roofing section mm. is, I do have a separate roofing crew, but my primary crew is very versatile. 
Okay. So if there's if there's any exterior issue that that comes up, nine times out of ten, we can handle it right there. All right. What kind of siding? Is it limited at all? Because I have the the cheap vinyl siding, and one day we're going to replace it. We're yep. going to get rid of it. We we do it all. What I specialize in is, is meeting with clients, mm-hmm. letting them know what their options are, giving the the pros and cons to right. that, and and whether it be a vinyl siding like mm-hmm. like yours, could be fiber cement, could be a engineered wood. Uh, I specialize in LP Smart Side, which is an engineered wood, uh, mainly kind of giving people that would go towards fiber cement a different alternative that, you know, has a lot lot of benefits mm-hmm. uh, versus that in warranty, length of product, seams, and... How does LP smart side differ from fiber cement? Is it constructed totally in a different way? Well, you know, both of those are wood-based products. Okay. Uh, fiber cement is wood fiber right. and cement. right. LP is primarily wood, but they add a boric acid, which counters any termite infestations. Good idea. Yeah. Uh, marine waxes, which helps propel water, repel okay. water. Yeah. And then a MDI resin, which is the same resin that they use in bowling pins and bowling alleys. Well, it's heavy duty stuff. It is. It's it's compressed, making for a product. That is much stronger. In fact, if you tee up a golf ball yeah. to a wall that's that's sided with LP Smart Side, yeah. it'll bounce right off. There's there's going to be little to no damage to that. Whereas a fiber cement mm-hmm. is going to crack or crater in that application. When you're putting it on, does it work like wood? Does it feel like wood? I mean, you're cutting it with the same tools and... We are. We, we yeah. cut it with the wood blade saws. Uh-huh. It creates sawdust as a byproduct. Yeah. The, the main reason I first approached LP was I was concerned about really crew's health. Mm-hmm. Because every time you cut cement, you're, you're generating silica dust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, EPA is getting ready to, well, I don't, I don't know if they're, they're still pursuing the silica dust uh, requirements like they were. But you're really supposed to wear a hazmat suit, respirator, uh, have a HEPA filter hooked up to your saw. Yeah. None of the crews ever do. And, and if they do, yeah. you know, the supervisor leaves, guess what they're not doing. Well, so. I, hate to, to, I hate to say it, guys, but from public relations standpoint, having anybody on your work site wearing a hazmat suit looks bad. Okay? <laughs> That's like an ambulance parked out in front of your restaurant. You don't want it, okay? You know, so, spe- speaking yes. of speaking of what you just mentioned, uh, twelve years ago, I I went to uh, Cheryl Berry, the woman that's on all the elevators. Yeah, and yeah. I went to one of their things. It was a OSHA uh, scenario. It was a eight hour class or seven hour convention type thing here in Raleigh, and one of the main conversations we were talking about was silica dust. And uh, the long-term health effects of that, and they were very concerned about uh, what it does. And these these apartment complexes are going up where you got this guy out there sawing all day long, and that's all he does, and the stuff's in the air everywhere. And it's funny to me on the material. I don't see are there labels on the material uh, 
that I don't recall seeing anything that said that that warn you of this possibility, the, which is kind of the new asbestos of the it, it is. of the modern age. It yeah. is the the technical installation manual is where is what would would have that, which very few people uh, very few even people see it see yeah, that unless you're a contractor and you go through yeah yeah, and you know with, with LP there's there's a couple of benefits of of you know the product is 16 foot in length versus 12 foot okay. with fiber cement that's 30 percent right. less seams sure and the seams with fiber cement from what we're seeing because this it's been in the market for a while mm -hmm. that's typically the problematic area it's it's kind of like tim um you know my business is is built on that when the home was first built yeah that none of the crew followed any or hardly any <laughs> aspect Mm -hmm. of their technical installation manual, be it masonite, be it fiber cement. You are seeing this time and time again. I, I am ripping down 10-year-old yeah. fiber cement walls yep. Okay, and replacing right. them with LP Smart. And stuff. it shouldn't have, uh, you shouldn't have failed in 10 years. No. Nobody no. would have put it up if it was going to fail in 10 years. If, if you install it incorrectly, you don't nail the studs, you... You, you don't flash where boards come together. Uh -huh. you, you don't use the proper caulk. Uh, got to keep it painted, too. You got to have a good you paint do. job. Yeah. You do. But if, if, you, if you don't do those things, any inherent problem with the product is more than likely to show itself. So. Okay. Just to be clear, when he talks about tearing something down, he's talking typically about the fiber cement. On the other hand, the other side of the web page that I'm looking at mm -hmm. is the LP smart side that he's talking up. Yep. You're you're impressed with that product and you try to use that as often as you can. I I do. I yeah. do. It's, so that's the new that's the modern masonite. You know, if basically the LP has been on the market for 20 years. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, it's made out of aspen wood, which is a hardwood actually. Uh, aspen is is a very interesting organism in that if you if you genetically test one tree and mm -hmm. go twenty miles and genetically test that tree, more than likely it's going to be the same. It's one organism. Mm -hmm. So LP is able to cut down those quote trees, mm -hmm. not have to replant. They self propagate back up. And aspen is also naturally rot resistant. Mm -hmm. So you know by using that product, uh, again they have a twenty year. Uh, 20-year track of installing that, warranting it for 50 years. Keep in mind, uh, the the majority of the fiber cement in the market is warranted for 30 years, mm -hmm. whereas LP Smart Side is warranted for 50 years. And when you say it's warranted for 50 years, what does that mean? Is it the the product, the whole product? Is it just the the it's, cover? No, it's the it's the whole product. Mm -hmm. It's warranted against delamination. It's it's the warranty for LP is warranted for up to an inch and three quarter hail. I mean, that's I'm not familiar with any yeah. other product that actually lists that they are warranting hail. Uh, most products, Act of God, but no. they're hoping that the insurance company picks up the tab. Absolutely, they do. <laughs> but but what well, you would have some relief is. for yes. would be your deductible. Right, right, right. The so so basically the product is it tends to just be more dimensionally stable uh, in the long run mm -hmm. versus a lot of your other, be it vinyl, 
Right. Like that's not, you've seen the vinyl expand and contract. Yep. Uh, fiber cement, we find that it shrinks over time. Right. Uh, LP, I have to actually gap the new LP siding that I install three sixteenths of an inch over 16 feet because I know it's going to acclimate to this humidity level. It mm -hmm. comes in at a 6% humidity. Uh, that way, if they send LP to Phoenix, Arizona, mm -hmm. they, they, they can project how it's going to behave. But by gapping at 3 sixteenths, it does a one-time acclimation, kind of like hardwood floors. And, and then we caulk the seams with a quality elastomeric caulk. And that is, I've seen so many homes that have great paint. It's just that it was the cheapest dollar dollar fifty caulk. a tube caulking. Gosh, and I'm not yeah. supposed to use buck fifty a tube caulking. <laughs> no, no, I buy it by the truckload. I'm not a contractor. I don't buy anything by the truckload. I'm just kidding with these guys. All right, the uh, AccuWeather forecast is coming up, and we're talking more about siding and roofs and and windows and everything exterior because. It's uh, Brent Taylor in studio from OC Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions on Making Your Home Great. News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. The AccuWeather forecast does call for uh, increasingly hot weather. It's really. It's a permanent situation. We're at 99 now. Uh, Real Feel 103. Telephone number 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. We're with Brent Taylor of OC Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions. Also in studio, Tim Ferruzzi of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing. Brent, how did you get into this? You know, uh, I got into, into construction you know, my, my father is a retired architect here in town, uh -huh. and he did a great job of talking all of his kids out of being architects. <laughs> and, really? Okay. Uh, yep. and, and, you know, my sister, she's, I guess, the smart one. She, she administers a, uh, a school here in Raleigh. Yeah. And my brother and I, of course, he, he sells uh, residential elevators okay. and is in the construction business, yeah. and I became a, a general contractor. So uh, it's uh, my, my brother and I kind of took the reins and uh, and and stayed in in the construction business. I see. Well, you're in the high holy days right now. After some dark, dark days, everything I see, all the metrics, all the you know things are good. They are. So people are people are replacing siding and and you know replacing windows. Uh, talk to me about windows. What should I know about my windows that are in the house? You know, the first thing, you know, of course, you look with windows is how they function. Is there visible rot if, if it's a mm -hmm. wood window? Mm -hmm. uh, then you get into the safety aspect. You know, I've replaced a lot of windows that just, they would not raise up. They were wood windows. Yeah. And, you know, especially with, you know, it seems like it's, it's new moms with the first baby. Yeah. If it's the second baby or third, then the, then the wood windows aren't much of an issue. But, you know, that first baby... You want the, you want bars across the window. You, you, you want do, it, yes, pretty much. Or you, want, you know, yeah, you want I alarms, but you also want windows that will operate in case you know, something happens. Yeah. So, you know, removing those, installing a quality vinyl replacement window, um, 
mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's pretty much it. It's a wood window replacement is is what OC Taylor tends to do. We'll do new construction windows because now the a lot of the windows in these ten year old houses that I'm replacing, you know, their existing siding, mm-hmm. it's not wood windows primarily. Those are those are vinyl windows, and I hate the term builder grade, but. Uh, they are. Oh, I know what builder grade is. Is I've got a house full of it. <laughs> I got a house full of builder grade on everything. Yeah. And what grade would you give that builder? I would give the builder a high grade for fitting everything together, but a low grade for picking out individual things. Yeah. Okay. I know. I, I'm sorry to say it. I've now my eyes are open, and I say, if you needed to spend a couple dollars more on something better, you could have done it, and I still would have afforded the house. Okay. Absolutely. The the quality, honestly, the quality of the windows in my house are, let's say, mobile home grade, mm-hmm. little tiny snaps and clicks, and you slide it up. Yeah. I didn't. I, I I mean no disrespect to people with a mobile home, mm-hmm. but that's what that's why people of a certain income level, myself included, are able to buy houses as big as they are. That and the fact that we're we have some um, some labor issues that we're able to hire people and pay them less. I'm just saying that as a general rule, not you guys. Oh well, yeah. I'm just saying that's why. But when you say builder grade windows, how do you describe builder grade windows? Builder grade windows are primarily. It's it, it's a, it's a loose term because sometimes it's not the window itself; it's okay. the installation. All right, just like siding. Sure. You know, again, no no flashing around the window. You know, okay. I'll, I'll set aside the issue. There was no house wrap. You know, building code didn't always require house wrap. Okay. Of course, the definition of building code is the sloppiest construction allowed by law. Okay. Yes, minimum building. Minimum building. Minimum People building forget code. the word minimum. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, just you know, just this morning uh was we ran into a, a problem, a, a project we had going on, a neighbor mm-hmm. uh had a had a leaky window. We did a quick water test on it and yeah. we found that there was two vinyl windows, new right. construction windows molded together. And what we found was that there was a, a, a a Fipon header. Well, I don't know if it's Fipon. That's a trade name. A header above it that was just foam. nailed right yeah, foam. to, you know, through the vinyl. No flashing underneath it. So right. water was actually running behind it in between the windows and then soaking up into a windowsill. I think you guys are being way too picky. Did the windows fall out? <laughs> Did the well, windows fall out independent of being pushed? Did they remove themselves from the property? When when the when the window <laughs> sill swole, swelled up yes. about three times its normal size, oh okay, it was MDF, uh, that wasn't that was an issue. So so I'm learning now that windows should not leak. They should not. I'm right. And when this we down. when we talk about flashing, you're talking about the butyl tape mostly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. butyl tape. What, what does that look like? It, it, it's a peeling. Yeah, it comes in a roll. Yeah. Peeling stick. Yeah. About four, five inches wide. Mm-hmm. You can get wider. Does it look like aluminum? It has typically it has a shiny, reflective. Okay. I surface. know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it has it's it's a butyl adhesive that's on it. So. It it sticks like the Dickens. Do mm-hmm. not slap it on someone's back. 
If, uh, <laughs> and we'll yeah. get it off? Well, it'll come it, off it'll, with the hair. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, okay. would, right. it would do that. Or maybe do slap it on someone's back. Okay, so help, help me out here. We're constructing a house. We're not doing it. Some fellas constructing a house 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Because of a piece of tape, which could have been no longer than what? Eight feet, six feet? Oh, yeah. yeah. Six, six, six foot. foot piece of tape wasn't put there. Yep. Because of that, the window leaks. Oh, absolutely. Okay. All right. And that, Malpractice. And that equates to thousands right. of dollars. And yeah. I see that all the time. I'm going out to the vinyl, a lot of vinyl siding jobs, and, and we pop off the vinyl yeah. below the windows, and the plywood's just rotted. Yeah. And um, so we end up having to take off all of the vinyl siding, yep. replace the plywood, tape the window that was never taped or not taped properly, and um, synthetic underlayment, house wrap, whatever, and there you go. But you, are you seeing a lot of that? Oh, right? I'm seeing, yeah, yeah I'm seeing yeah. a ton of that. Yeah. Like I said, you know, my, my business is built on, you know, the, the knowledge that somewhere along the line, someone cut some corners. Yep. And well, and also manufacturer pro- some of the manufacturing products that were made and put on years ago haven't held up like they said they would. That's correct. So that's keeping you in business as well. And that's just true. on the odd chance you're listening and you're thinking, well, you know, he can repair these things. He can remediate the problem situations. But do his windows look good when they're put in? Go to the website. It's octaylor.com. And the one subsection is slash windows. But you can just go to octaylor.com. Take a look at the windows. Bay windows, picture windows, casement windows, double hung. But better than that, just go to the main page where it shows windows. And did you do this? This uh, is awesome. Yeah, that looks that looks great. It does. I mean, it's what it is is like this. What would you? Is this like a huge bay window a, area? Elliptical bay. Elliptical bay, big enough so that you're sitting at your dinette set and you've got windows that sort of encircle you. And windows up above, transom windows? Mm-hmm. Yep, right? transoms. Transoms. That's nice work. He's not just, what I'm, I guess the point I'm getting to, you're not just there to replace the problem that somebody else did years ago. No, no. It's, it's like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's just letting people know what options there are, making them, allowing them to make the most informed decision. So if I wanted a bay window and I don't have a bay window now, mm-hmm. you're you're willing to set me up with a bay window. Absolutely. As long yeah. as it works. Yeah. As long as it works. You're going to put it in, you're going to tell me that uh, you're standing behind your work. I am. You're going to tell me that the window people who put this in, how many crews do you have? You know, my primary crew is, is, is me, myself, and I, and my primary crew. So basically, I, my business model is set up. I don't run five, six crews and, mm-hmm. and have a bunch of project managers running around. You know, my business model, I'm set up to, if, if you look at siding, is yeah. to reside 30 houses a year. Okay. That's it. I like being a small company right. that, that works in that fashion. That way I can, I can be there, project manage. And run my business from the side. All right, let's do this. Let's uh, let's get some questions on the air. Call me up, please, now. 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Don't ask me a single question. Ask Brent Taylor of OC Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions. 
put him to the test, ask him about what he can do for you on making your home great. We are on every Saturday from 2 until 4 on this frequency on the dial, News Radio 680, WPTF. Our news is coming up next, also the AccuWeather forecast. WPTF, WPTF, making your home great. Telephone number now, 919-860-9783. 919-860-9783. Doesn't look like a big break in the temperature for tomorrow. High tomorrow near 96. Uh, we are, by the way, at 99 now with no forecasted thunderstorms till Sunday afternoon. And then there's a possibility Sunday afternoon and Monday, but uh, by Monday, a high only up to 94. Right now, 99. Does it feel hotter? It, because it is. It, the real feel is 105 when you're figuring out the uh, humidity with it. Uh, News Radio 680 WPTF. Uh, you've got a section on your website. We've got Brent Taylor from OC Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions in studio. Got a section on your website about smart ideas. I'm looking for smart ideas for my house. What is it? What's the smart ideas and about? You know, the smart ideas is just is the concept of of my business, and yeah. and that is to you know provide and and a quote unbiased. Everyone has their biases, yeah, in in construction, but none of the manufacturers' products that I use uh, exclude me from discussing other manufacturers. Yeah. So so be it if. If a PVC trim board along your fireplace is the best route to go, I'm mm-hmm. going to recommend that product. Okay. And, you know, otherwise, you know, you could definitely use a, a fiber cement. You could use an LP trim. Um, it's, you know, it just, it's what works best for that scenario. And, and that's just, and, and really, so, so be having an informed decision knowing the pros and cons, mm-hmm. and also keeping up with new products that are out there mm-hmm. and, you know, making recommendations uh, wherever you find that. I had a uh, problem with some vinyl siding. This uh, lawnmower punched a couple of holes and, in, uh, in, you know, threw some rocks and punched a couple of holes. This, this siding you suggested at the beginning, you think I'm going to have a problem? If I replaced it, would I have a problem with a rock punching a hole straight through? No, with with LP Smart Side, that is that is one of the main benefits of the pro, of the pro, of the of that product. Yeah, is its resistance to impact. So, how thick is the siding itself, and what are the what are the different types of siding that they offer? Yeah, they offer is their main line product is a is an eight inch, which gives you a seven inch reveal. Mm-hmm. Lap, which is a cedar grain product. They also offer a beaded. They also offer a, a beaded uh, cedar look. Uh, the beaded, you know, a lot of people, when they, when they go to, you know, say if they have masonite, most of the masonite in the market is a smooth beaded. And if you're, if you're residing your old, whole house, mm-hmm. you know, part of me just suggests, why do you want to get a product that mimics a product, as in masonite, mm-hmm. that has had problems. So okay. why not change it up? 
for something that looks more realistic as it, it mimics a, a, a real cedar siding right. uh, very well. Uh, they also offer, you know, LP offers a very, you know, diverse product uh, line with, you know, they have vertical siding. They have a, uh, of course, board and batten, which is vertical. Vertical. Uh, mm-hmm. They also offer uh, some of the older profiles that you find, like a, a triple three siding. Uh, sometimes we run into those in carry, uh, people that just want to continue with that, as well as a shake. And the shake looks looks more like hand split. So the siding, the 8-inch siding that you're describing, mm-hmm. how thick is that? That product is 3-8. Is 3-8, okay. Yeah. And is that gun-nailed or is that hand-nailed? How do you? We gun-nail, gun-nail, but we gun-nail them into studs. Yeah. And that's the critical hmm. thing to do. Even if a house has, the typically it's OSB sheathing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if you don't hit the studs, it's it's going to move. Yeah. In fact, you know that's that's a huge problem with yeah. the the ten year old fiber cement houses. I think some of those guys just intentionally didn't nail into any studs. We Statistically could, speaking, they never hit a two by four. Well, the problem is, is they're subcontractors and they're being paid by the general to pay it as yeah. little as possible. Yeah, get it. So these guys are get in, and get out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just we just finished up one and. I think maybe in in a whole wall that was two and a half stories tall. Yeah. Our our crew had to use, you know, a, a hammer to pry out nails maybe twenty times. Yeah. We could just take it down by hand. And that was a problem. This this fiber cement was pulling away from the wall and mm-hmm. you could physically hear it blowing in the wind. You could feel or see the Thing vibrating, you or you could hear it. Hear it vibrate. You could hear it. Okay, all right. Yep. You can match what's existing. We can. If if we're only doing a little section. Yeah, we can, and and sometimes, you know, I've run across you know plenty of of, of clients that you know really it's it's one wall, and typically that's the south facing wall. Okay. And it gets the the most sun. It works against the caulk, so the seams have opened up, and this is fiber cement. Mm-hmm. Uh, water has, has saturated behind the existing siding. It wasn't flash, or they used cheap caulk. Yeah, and and then it expanded and contracted because you know that that a fiber cement will absorb water, you know, dramatically. Yeah, and and that product will expand and contract. Um, I, I saw a wall the other day in 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 Raleigh. It had eighteen cracked boards in one wall. That was fiber cement. Went to a house yesterday, speaking of siding, and first time I'd ever seen this. I think the house was built in the early 90s, and he's got the he's got masonite, mm-hmm. and on one whole side of his house, every nail was out at least a half inch to almost an inch. Wow. I've never seen that in my life. The whole side of the house, all the nails, and I'd pull an actual nail out. It looked to me it was not a ring shank of any kind. It looked like it was a cement coated nail, and I'm guessing that uh, it was mostly a fastener issue than anything. The back of the house wasn't as bad. The other side of the house was mm-hmm. was probably 20 percent of what this end of the house was. But I'd never seen it in 30 years. That entire side, three stories up. All right, all this is this is making your home great. We've got uh, Tim Ferruzzi. You just heard from I, the guy I just interrupted. 
of Handy Helpers and Highland Residential Roofing, and Brent Taylor of OC Taylor Smaller, Smart Exterior Solutions, and Bob from the west side of Raleigh, who's got a question that's totally off track, but, you know, Bob, we'll, we'll talk to you. What do you have? Well, I do have a question. First, yes. I got a couple of quick comments. All right. Y'all were talking about the polybutylene mm-hmm. piping. Yeah. I was sitting at my kitchen table, I don't know how long ago, at least five years, and a fly came in the room. I look up at the fly overhead, Yes. which means I'm looking at the ceiling, yes. which I rarely ever do, and there's a big water stain, like at least a foot across diameter. Yeah. I thought, oh, my God, I got a leak somewhere. Yes. I call my buddy. I got a buddy who owns Cary Plumbing. He sends a guy out, and he says, yeah, you got a leak. Well, fortunately, we, you know, you could go vertically up from that ceiling to find where the leak was. Yes. And it turns out it was in a linen closet behind a wall that, that abuts a bathroom, and which made sense. So we ended up cutting out a little bit of drywall. He fixed the... Repiped it there and whatever, no problem. Yeah, guy said, "Well, you're real lucky." And I'm like, well, "Why is that?" And he said, "Because you got polybutylene plumbing." And, I, and he explained that whole situation to me, which I had no knowledge of prior. And he said, "The reason you're lucky is because the class action suit that I don't know if it's Dow or Dupont who who, who made the polybutylene." Yeah. But it was a big class action suit, and Dow or Dupont, whoever it was, was willing to replace all your plumbing mm-hmm. for free. And I thought, great. Well, that turned out to be like a three-week odyssey. We fortunately, we didn't, have to take out too, we didn't have to take out too much drywall, but we had to take out a lot of sheetrock, yeah. which is why it took three weeks. And also, fortunately, while they're working here, the guy, the contractors make sure you have one bathroom that's working all the time. Amen. Yeah. Thank God. But anyhow, that got all done, and like I say, it was an odyssey because the, the, the ceilings had to be repainted and what have you, and I, I guess I was fortunate it was the leak was on the second floor. It had it been on the first floor, it had been leaking into the crawl space, where no, I, I rarely go, but maybe yeah. twice a year. So people who've got homes, my home's 30 years old, and you know my whole neighborhood is, and other people have had that kind of problem, but those who have had the problem past the deadline for the lawsuit have had to pay for it themselves. Yes. And it's like an arm and a leg. I understand. Yep. So All right. Now, I, did you have a question? Yeah. Yes. i got one more thing to tell you, Dave. Yeah, what's that? Kind of sad news. A oh, buddy no. of our, a, 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 somebody we, a guy we both know from the old, uh, from the Trader Show. Yes. Was up cleaning his gutters last week and fell off a 30, I think it was a 32-foot ladder. The good news is, however, he was only on the second rung. <laughs> All right, Bob. <laughs> All right, Bob. You did it. Okay. You beat me. I got a question. Yes. I got a question about doorbells. I got two <laughs> two exterior, two front doors. Yes. Both have have had for the last thirty years hardwired doorbell yes. system that runs to a box that's in the wall, <laughs> you know, in my hallway. Yes. Well, they quit working. So I get my handyman guy, who I've used for a long time, who's real good at small-time stuff, and he comes, takes a look at it, and he said, you probably got a dead transformer. We checked out the bell box itself, and everything looked fine. Yes. I said, okay, let's replace the transformer. He said, well, there's a problem with that, because right. you don't know where it is. Yeah. 
I said, well, how do you find out where it is? Do you use a stud finder or something like that? And he said, no, you start pulling out drywall. And I thought, yeah, this sounds major. Yes. And he told me, I got, a, I got a solution for you. You get a wireless system. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. So I did. I yes. Close. I got a bell box that plugs into any electrical outlet. All right. Get- I got two buttons on the two front doors that are battery powered. You must have a question. Yeah. Well, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, they both stopped. I changed out the batteries. I, I moved the bell box to a different outlet, and I got nowhere. All right, you, you need so to go back to this. How do I proceed with this? You go. You put them all in a bag. You go back to the store. You tell them they don't work. Or invest in a door knocker. Anybody disagree with me? You put them in a bag. You tell them it doesn't work. You want the kind that works. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I can't. It's hard for me to believe that these any of these units failed within. This is only yes, like yes, months, no. Maybe. I agree. It, sh- it you, that's why you got to go back. When something doesn't work, just turn it back in. Just turn right. it back in. Well, that's certainly easy enough to do. I'm getting a general agreement around the room. All, All right. right, Bob. Sorry. Okay. Thanks, Gla- glad Bye, to Bob. hear about the guy on Take the care. ladder. Can't yeah. believe. Can't believe he got me with that one. <laughs> Fell off a 30-foot ladder. It's on the second rung. Talk to me about doors, please, in the next segment. Brent Taylor of OC Taylor, Smart Exterior Solutions, is going to talk to me about doors and anything else he wants to talk about in the next couple of minutes. 919-860-9783. Call us if you've got a question especially about doors or exterior solutions on the Making Your Home Great program. News Radio 680 WPTF. News Radio 680 WPTF. AccuWeather forecast. We're just shy of 100. We're at 99 degrees right now. The real feel 105. With clear skies, a few clouds, and an overnight low 78. Tomorrow up to 96 with an afternoon thunderstorm in spots. And Monday, a high near 94 with an afternoon thunderstorm. Right now, 99, real field 105. Making your home great this afternoon includes uh, Brent Taylor of OC Taylor Smart Exterior Solutions. Talk to me about doors. I want a door. Well, what kind of door do you put up? You know, we, we have a multitude of different doors, uh, different door options. You know, you can do uh, just a straight single door replacement, you uh-huh. can do a full view. Half view, craftsman style, uh, sliding glass door, French door. Yeah, you know, doors is you could you could spend four or five hours picking out doors, and 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 just going through your options in that. So you do the front door and the back door too. We do, we do, and and you know, doors now are so much more energy efficient. Mm-hmm. Than the typical entry door that you have to a house. In fact, you know the the doorbell call. You know yeah. that we got kind of reminds me of had a client that replaced all the doors in her house. Yeah. So we went with a extremely energy efficient front door, two back doors. I think there was a side door involved as well. Mm-hmm. So when we did that, of course, we just we changed all the locks and and, and keyed them alike. Mm-hmm. Well, her son came back from from college for Thanksgiving. And I think she was in the kitchen washing her hands. Son rings the doorbell. 
and she's drying her hands and he rings again and rings again and rings again and finally she goes to the front and and says what and he yeah. said your doorbell's broken because he couldn't hear it anymore. oh good for you could not hear it anymore and and that kind of goes to show that we're yep. sealing up uh, the, the maximizing the insulation because you know a lot of new in, interior doors now are, are are quickly becoming the most energy efficient door in your house. Uh, formerly, that was your refrigerator door. Yeah. So your your entry door uh, is is something that frames the 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 opening of your house. Mm -hmm. I mean, every virtually every guest is going to come in. Through there, hopefully, hopefully not the window. That's another. Some of my guests leave through the window. Yeah. But yes. Yes. You're absolutely right. So uh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and and one thing to look at with with doors, you know, picking out the 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 best door that that fits your needs. One, you also want to to look at which do you, do you get a lot of direct sunlight on your door? Mm -hmm. If it's a south facing entry door, you know, I tend not to recommend uh, fiberglass or definitely wood. Mm -hmm. uh, those will tend to to bow out and warp mm -hmm. uh, just over the long term. I tend to recommend a, a steel door in those applications that has no wood insert, a fully box frame steel door. There's a couple of different manufacturers that make those, and that seems to uh, to hold up as well in that regard. Um, but yeah, you had a you had a question about the the minute I heard people talking about steel doors as your entry door to your house, I immediately thought industrial. And no, these doors look nice. They, they look like a painted wood door. They do. Nobody drives by your house and says, oh, he's got a steel door. He must have bought that from somebody, you know, closing a factory or something. This is a paneled door. It's got nice hardware on it. Yes? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And the wood doors. Talk to me about wood doors. Well, the, the wood doors, your wood selections, primarily we're, we're seeing those on, you know, the, of course, the Raleigh people will know the, the ITB crowd, uh, the, the inside the belt line. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, some just want a wood, high quality wood entry doors. And and that that's fine. We're yeah. we're perfectly capable of installing the mahogany doors and everything. Yeah. You're just going to have some some maintenance that needs to go along with that. Uh, you know, keeping it protected. You know, with a high quality spar varnish. Don't mm -hmm. polyurethane it. Uh, spar varnish is, is more resilient to UV. Okay. Uh, counter the UV uh, rays. So, you know, basically, when you get into wood doors, primarily that's an accustomed door. Mm -hmm. scenario so okay. your, your pricing is uh is you know for a custom well scenario. It, there are some people who just stand at the front door and point you out across the road and see see that see my neighbor's door i want a better door yes i want it prettier i want it they've got mahogany but i want mahogany or i want mm -hmm. mahogany that's even prettier than theirs and they go you can go ahead and do that yes about yeah, the only I, thing they don't offer is a fine corinthian leather well, let's, let's work on that. The other option is fiberglass. Under what circumstance should I ask for a fiberglass door? Well, you know, fiberglass door, is, as long as it's not getting a beating by the sun, fiberglass doors mm -hmm. are an excellent choice. You know, they aren't going to rust. They, 
They they are more stable. Mm-hmm. You know, we were just talking about the door slab. You know, the door frame is also an issue. You know, mm-hmm. not you kind of how to start a in a series of, of standards. If it's a painted frame, I'm mm-hmm. I'm typically going to at a bare minimum have what's called a jam saver installed, and that is a composite board that is on the bottom where water tends to sit. Okay, because uh, you know you if you have a wood frame door, you know that's been on the house for. 10 plus years, mm-hmm. you know, chances are you're starting to get, if you don't maintain it, uh, have a little bit of rot that, uh, that falls in there. So try to mitigate that. You're already spending a lot of money. Just like you said earlier, you know, if you had the, we're given the, the option of for a couple of dollars upgrading the materials that, that, you know, used in your house, Dave, mm-hmm. that you would have, you would take an advantage of that. So I want that. Yeah. I want better than builder quality. Yeah. On the rebuilt. Okay. On the repair. <laughs> yes. Trust me on this. Absolutely. And of course, all the glass uh, primarily, you know, nowadays we tend to go with a, a Lowy Argon glass in those doors, just as you would with a, you know, with a replacement window, just to up that energy efficiency. Yeah. So do you warranty everything you do? I do. I'm just looking at his website. Yep. He's got a frequent. You know, frequently asked question, does O.C. Taylor offer a warranty on installation and workmanship? Yeah, I do. No, Dave, we walk away from (laughs) you. You do. I do. Tell me about it. Why? And and do you come back? I do. Some people offer warranties and they never, you call them and they never come back. (laughs) I I know you do, but but you know what I mean? Oh, I know. I see it all all the time. They settle up and... Then the some of these the guys cashed. Yeah, what they charge on some of these roof jobs, and they don't come back when they have a leak, and, and just blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll meet with clients every siding, and I was like, "Who'd you do roof?" And they're like, "Oh, so and so." And I was like, well, "I've never heard of them." And they said, "Well, they just they changed their name um, a couple of months ago, you know." And and it's yeah, I'm, I'm vested in the community. Anything that I do, if it's a full siding replacement, if it's a a window install, if it's a door install, you know, I give a minimum of a 10-year workmanship warranty on that. Um, you know, repair items that is that is acknowledged as a, as a Band-Aid sometimes, you know, life happens. We need to get you through that, mm-hmm. you know, on repairs. That's, that's a little different just because there's a lot of issues. And, and sometimes with repairs, you can't control what's going on around yeah. what you repaired. So... Your repair may be fine, but but what's left around it could cause problems with what you had done. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's just common sense and and, and addressing those questions you know up front, and that's why I put you know, frequently asked questions on the website. Just it helps mitigate some of that. It does. It does. If you need windows, doors, roofing, siding. The website is octaylor.com, highly wind uh, picture oriented, highly picture oriented. It is. So we can see the work that you do, but you can also choose between products. Thank you very much for coming in. Yeah, it was my pleasure. And and if uh, if, if if someone else wants a website like that, Abel and Company in Raleigh. Really? Did it, yes. All right, I want one like that. No, the it's a, it's, my, I have to my, say, my Tim Ferruzzi's. Yes, Tim Ferruzzi's company. Oh, it is. Okay. All right. <laughs> but Tim Ferruzzi's got the similar thing. You sit on the website and the pictures just flash on by and it's, it, you can see the work being done. It's very good. Also, you could call O.C. Taylor 
uh, Smart Exterior Solutions at 919-714-2200. 714-2200. Thank you very much. All right, thank, thank you. you. All right, thank pleasure. You. Tim Furze is going to be back next week. I will not be here for two weeks, but don't worry, I haven't been fired. I'm just taking some time. Take care. Bye.